This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 42, I believe. Anyway, in today's show, I speak to the one and only Dan the Man um, about Beatlemania. So the Beatles, because, you know, they're an important, well, quite important uh, British band. So we thought let's speak about them. Um, One thing I must say is in today's show, you may notice I speak in a more boring way, a bit like um, Dan the Man, actually. That is because last night I went out and had a lot to drink and feel very bad today. But there is a lesson in this, okay? Do not drink and make podcasts. It's dangerous. Anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is because um, there are many things that I forgot to say in the podcast because my brain is not actually working very well. One of them is that... so facts about the Beatles is they were the first people to make music videos. Before that, people just, you know, had songs on the radio. But the Beatles came along and everything changed. And many people have asked me um, about making videos and said, why don't you make videos? It's a very easy answer to that question. Um, The reason is that beautiful people make videos and the rest of us, well, we just make podcasts. For obvious reasons. Anyway, in the show, we speak about obviously the Beatles, Jesus, wetting the bed, Michael Jackson eating burgers, there's some sexy third conditional, and lots more. So enjoy the show, and I will speak to you again at the end. Dan the Man, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. I'm enjoying the summer. How about you? How is your mozzarella skin? It's struggling. It was 38 degrees. The other day. 38 degrees, mm. mozzarella skin. That is not a good combination. But straight away with uh, rock and roll vocabulary there, Dan, I'm struggling. I'm having difficulty. I like it. Yeah. Well, I was actually inside as well, and I was struggling. So, <laughs> Even your skin was struggling inside. Yeah. Uh, very good. Okay. So how do we start the shows, Dan, normally? Well, in the shows that I don't forget or that we have one, what do we do? Reviews. Reviews, exactly. So this review is from um, Eri, who is from um, Japan. I hope I've pronounced the name right. And it says, you are going to study authentic British English vocabulary, phrases, idioms, as well as British culture and Britishness from Martin and his best friend, Dan. Mm, you're not my best friend, but you're, you're someone you're someone I know, Dan. Anyway, it continues. Episodes are not too long and very funny. That's probably thanks to me. Um, Then you cannot stop listening to it from beginning to the end. If you go to the website, you are able to find some exercises to do, which is also good to remember what you learned from the episode. So thank you very much Mm -hmm. for that, Eri. Um, So do you go to the website, Dan, after to see, um, to consolidate what you learn in these episodes? What I learn? Yeah, of course, Dan. There's a lot of useful information, not just vocabulary. Why would I go to the website to learn English? <laughs> Dan, we've done uh, episodes about how to be more positive and things like this. Very useful information for you, okay? I don't consider you a source of any good information. So why would I go to the website to hear your advice on life? 
Well, other people disagree with you, Dan. Um, anyway, so do you know what the um, topic of today's podcast is? Well, you said it five minutes ago. Five minutes ago, it was the Beatles. So I imagine, unless it's changed since then. Well, that's the thing about me, Dan. You know, you never know what you are going to get. I can change at any moment, but this time I haven't changed. You're inconsistent. Uh, that's probably another way of describing it, actually, Dan. Well done. Uh, so, yes, we are talking about the Beatles because yesterday was Global Beatles Day. So, you know, let's celebrate that. Um, so, do you know where the term um, Beatlemania comes from? No. <laughs> you don't know anything, <laughs> well, do you, Dan? Well, did you know before you did your research for this? Oh, I knew. I knew. You didn't know. It came from the Daily Mirror, which is a very bad newspaper in England. And they gave it the uh, name and it stuck for all of these years. Mm. Yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. How did you spend yesterday? Oh, I was just celebrating the Beatles all day. Just listening to, you know, Hey Jude, Yellow Submarine and the rest of it. How about you? Uh, ditto. <laughs> Oh, ditto. I like that, Dan. It's just another way to say, um, yes, I say the same as you. So thanks for agreeing with me for once, Dan. Um, so first of all, we're going to look at why the Beatles were and are so popular. Then some random facts and then our opinion on the Beatles. OK, can you handle that, Dan? <laughs> yeah, just. OK, good. Remember, we've had that last week. Can you handle that? Can you manage it? Um, so. What do you think, Dan? Why were they so popular back in the day? So a back in the day there is just a nice way to say um, in the past, in the good days. Why were they popular? Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> oh, well, I've got the answers, Dan, yes. as always. So don't worry. Um, the first one, apparently, um, according to this uh, website, is that they were very lucky of the time. Um, it was something to do with it was a very... Uh, prosperous time in the west and also one of the main reasons is that sex started to sell because if they had come out a few years before they wouldn't have been so successful that's a conditional there dan do you know what one i'm gonna have a stab at it um two uh third oh. um if they had come out a few years before they wouldn't have been so successful because we're talking about the past dan um, but you did use some rock and roll vocabulary there when you said, I'm going to have a stab at it. Um, it's another way to say, I'm going to have a try. And the other main reason, apparently, is because they really appealed to teenage girls. And, you know, that's always a good thing. Is it? <laughs> um, I'm sure you knew this thing about girls that would go to see them and start um, wetting themselves. So what does it mean if you wet yourself, then? I, I, you answer this because I'm. I, I don't want anything to do with this conversation. <laughs> so when you wet yourself, you basically do a piss like urine um, on yourself without going to the toilet and probably on your trousers and pants. So when was the last time you uh, wet yourself, Dan? Uh, when I was seventeen. <laughs> Are you serious? No, of course I'm not serious. When was the last time you pissed yourself? Remember, you can say wet yourself, um, which is like the nicer way let's say, and then piss yourself is the vulgar way. Um, I remember it very clearly, actually. I was in bed um, with my brother 
I was about four. Um, we were on holiday and I remember the dream very clearly during the night. I was going to the toilet at school and then as I was doing the piss, I suddenly thought, hmm, I don't think I'm at school. <laughs> and then realised that I just pissed all on my brother. So uh, I, used yeah. to go, I used to go out a couple of years ago and there was a group of us and one of the guys, everyone stopped offering him a place to stay because he was about 28 at the time and he used to wet the bed every single time. <laughs> yeah, wet the bed uh, is similar to piss yourself. You're just, well, in bed when you're asleep. But yeah, that's probably enough of uh, pissing actually, Dan. So let's move on. Um, and another reason is the catchy songs. So what is a catchy song, Dan? Uh, a song that you can't get out of your head. Yes, exactly. Um, and they are very catchy, actually. So you, you hear it once in the morning and then you sing it all day. That would be a catchy song. Um, and apparently, it's actually talking about language here, which is great for this podcast. Because they used words like, um, with love from me to you, apparently it made it more personal. So when you listen to the Beatles, do you think they are passing love from them to you personally, Dan? I can't stop thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> do you? Well... Well, of course I do. So that's why I just like to say to uh, all of the listeners that I love you. Okay. So I wasn't talking to you there, Dan. I was talking to the listeners, each and every one of them. Do, do you not love me? Definitely not. Um, another reason was that they grew uh, physically and musically, apparently. Because if you look at pictures when they first came out, they were like children. And then if you look at sort of pictures of the like, John Lennon with like a massive beard and he looks very different. That's not a reason for success. You get older. Well, Everyone gets older. <laughs> yeah, that's actually not difficult, is it? Uh, well, that's one of the reasons, Dan, okay? According to the website, what more do you want? Okay, it's a fact. It's a fact. Um, but one thing that cannot be argued is the music has stood the test of time. Um, so what does it mean if you like, music stands the test of time, Dan? Well, the fact that they're still playing it today. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so it was popular in the past and is still popular now. Um, and apparently the Beatles have been named as the um, most influential people of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. um, I think Rock and Roll English is winning the, the 21st century at the moment. What do you think, Dan? Uh, yeah, thanks to me. <laughs> Yeah, um, because obviously we do have 485 Facebook likes, Dan. So that's... that's 488. Stay on top of these things, okay? Because John Lennon obviously once said that um, the Beatles were more famous than Jesus and people were not so happy about that. Um, Go on, say it. Go on, say it. I don't know if we can say we're more uh, famous than Jesus with 488 Facebook likes. What do you think, Dan? I think we can. <laughs> I mean, it's very, it's very close. It's very close. But we'll have to let the listeners decide that because, you know, we can't decide that, Dan. You can decide it. Well, I can't. Um, so now let's just look at some um, random facts about the Beatles. So um, have you ever heard the story, Dan, about Paul McCartney being dead? I've heard, yeah, I've heard the story. I don't know too much about it, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Well, there's this crazy conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney died... Mm. Um and was replaced by another guy and they just said okay so this is the new Paul McCartney and if you look at the cover of Abbey Road 
the conspiracy comes from this because Paul McCartney is not wearing any shoes. He's like, he's barefoot. What does it mean if you are barefoot, Dan? Well, exactly what you said. They're not wearing any shoes. Well, not wearing shoes or socks, Dan, or socks. Okay, so that means he's barefoot, um, which apparently represents God, and he's wearing white, which, I don't know, represents heaven, and there is a car directly in his line, and apparently he was killed by a car, and there was another car, and the registration plate, and so the registration plate is the numbers that you see on cars to identify the different ones, says um, LMW, which means Linda McCartney weeps, apparently. And what does it mean to weep, Dan? To cry. Yes, exactly. So apparently this is where it comes from. Well, wouldn't it just be easier to say he was wearing no shoes or socks and (laughs) wore white? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, by coincidence that's one that's one explanation but apparently these rumours started because he cut his lip and so everyone said well he's cut his lip so he must have died um, which I think is a, is a pretty uh, a pretty normal conclusion and on the uh, song Strawberry Fields at the end apparently when John Lennon says cranberry sauce many people think well thought he was actually saying i buried paul um so what does it mean if you bury someone dan very nice word this (laughs) it's when you put someone in the ground yes exactly um so yeah they obviously got that confused um which is actually quite a normal thing um getting song lyrics confused because well i for one and i know many other people for example, think in this song, Michael Jackson is singing Your Burgers Are The Best. So what did you understand from that, Dan? Well, the burgers are the best. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I, know, I want to know where this place is Michael Jackson is talking about. Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. But this just shows how it is possible to get confused with song lyrics. So the people that thought that they said, I buried Paul, I understand you. Um, talking of Strawberry Fields as well, there was some controversy, Dan, about um, our last episode, about when we were talking about watermelon being a fruit, um, oh, being a vegetable, sorry. And some people were saying that in their cultures, strawberries are considered vegetables. What do you think about that? Really? Yes, well, Dan. I can't really say much, but... Um... <laughs> okay, well, thanks for that uh, insightful uh, r- response. I mean, if I had, if I ordered a vegetable soup and they came out of strawberries, <laughs> I'd be a bit upset. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, a bit upset there. So, it's another way to say angry. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Um, I, okay, so I have another strange fact here that um, apparently John Lennon for the album of Sgt. Pepper, wanted to have a big picture of Hitler on the cover. So, yeah, that that would have been good. So, would have been good there. Modal verbs in the past, Dan. But, yeah, he's quite um, controversial, this John Lennon character, wasn't he? With, like, saying they're bigger than Jesus, wants, like, Hitler on the cover of the album. He's just do simple things, John. I thought you were going to say... He was a bit controversial, this guy, Hitler. <laughs> so, yeah. He was also controversial, Dan, yeah, yeah, correct. So another one is apparently the, the people in the band. Oh, in fact, who are the four Beatles, Dan? Can you name them? Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, George Harrison. Correct. Um, yeah, apparently the band used to fight like cat and dog. 
What does it mean if you fight like cat and dog, Dan? Or to fight a lot yes. and viciously. Yeah, and to argue a lot. Apparently, they had a very big um, row, and row is another word for argument. So they had a big row about a digestive biscuit, apparently, once. <laughs> which, Well, if you're going to split up over anything, it might as well be a digestive biscuit. <laughs> well, digestive biscuits are very nice. Um, but I actually agree with this. Apparently, the uh, fight was between John Lennon and um, George Harrison um, because I had a very similar thing happen to me once. I was at my friend's house and he never gave me any food at his house. So I brought some food. I particularly bought a chocolate bar with me, which was a dairy milk, if you're asking. And at one point, I just saw him in the kitchen eating a dairy milk. And I said to him, is that my dairy milk? At this point, it was nearly finished. How, how old were you at the time, by the way? Oh, about 20. Okay. And at this point, so it was nearly finished. And then he said to me, yeah, it is. Do you want some? And I said, <laughs> you fucking bastard. I brought that. And then I, I didn't have a chocolate bar. So we also argued uh, that day. So I can totally understand. Are you still friends? Um, yes, we are. We managed to get over the dairy milk incident. Um, what does it mean to get over um, something like that, Dan? Um, to... Forget about it. Move on. Mm, not the best explanation, Dan. To like recover, to pass over it and continue. So that is exactly what we did. Thank God. Do I, do I know this dairy milk thief? Yeah, yes, you do. Will they be listening? <laughs> no, okay. definitely not. Um, anyway, and another one. Apparently, um, John Lennon said that he didn't actually like Ringo Starr for the first few years when they're in the band. He said... Um, he used to follow me round like a bloody kid and I couldn't be bothered. It took me years to come round to him and to start considering him as equal or anything. Um, and the reason um, I'm mentioning this is because it's very similar to our relationship, Dan. Mm -hmm. Because it took me years to come round to you. What does it mean to come round to someone? You answer this one. I'm not... I'm not I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you embarrassed yourself with the last answer, actually. So yeah. you don't want to embarrass yourself twice. It means to start liking someone. So it took me a long time to come round to Dan, to start liking him. And even now, I, you know, I've not really fully come round to him. And I definitely do not consider you as an equal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, let me give you a fact about the Beatles. Okay. You know Ringo Starr? Um, I think he was the first person to swear on television oh, really? on top of the pops. Oh, really? Because he missed the beat and says fuck. <laughs> well, that is why they are rock and roll, baby, and on rock and roll English. Again, double check it, <laughs> just in case that's not true. Thanks, as always, Dan. Um, so another fact, and I know this from personal experience, is that um, in Abbey Road, which obviously is a place in London, and it's famous for the Beatles album, the crossing where they cross the street is now a place where many accidents happen because lots of tourists take photos. Did you know that, Dan? Yes. <laughs> Have you ever been to the crossing? Yes. And did you get in an accident because you were taking pictures? No, I just crossed the road. <laughs> Very simple. Maybe mm -hmm. people were taking pictures of you, Dan. Well, I, I had shoes on, so uh, I doubt it. <laughs> Um, and apparently, during the, the height of uh, Beatlemania, um, they had merchandise and you could buy, so like boots, um, hats, you could even buy a wig. So what is a wig, Dan? Fake hair. Yeah, to put on your head. Um, so that would be rather strange to have a Beatles wig. Um, 
But I'm thinking of getting some rock and roll English merchandise made up, Dan. Um, okay. Maybe maybe some pants with my picture on. Um, would you Would you like a pair? What do you think? <laughs> um, remember, though, pants in British English mean underwear and not trousers like they do in American English. Um, so you don't want a picture of me on your pants, on Dan, your underwear? No, no, of course not. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, are you actually getting merchandise? Uh, probably not, because it costs money, and I have no money, Dan. Okay, sure. Um, well, either way, I don't want your face on my pants. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for clearing that up. Rock and roller phrasal verb there to clear something up, to answer any questions or doubts. Because I, I had a doubt then. I thought, does he want a picture of my face basically, you know, on his penis? Did you? <laughs> you how often do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> but you've cleared it up now. You've told me you don't want that. So, you know, there's no more questions. Um, so what about your opinion of the Beatles, Dan? Do you like them? Yeah, they're very good. See, I, d I didn't actually get into them till I was about 18. So when I say get into them, when you get into something, it means start enjoying something. So yeah, I didn't actually start enjoying them till I was about 18, actually, which is strange. Mm, well, you've always had a terrible <laughs> taste in music, though. Uh, nice present perfect there, though, Dan. You have always had. So started in the past, still in progress. Uh, I disagree, though. I used to listen to cool music when I was young. Dan was always listening to, like, grunge music and wearing black stuff and trying to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, so I, mean, I think the Beatles are good, obviously. And as I said, the music has stood the test of time. But as Noel Gallagher once said... Just because you sell a lot of records, it doesn't mean that you are any good. Just look at Phil Collins. <laughs> I actually like Phil Collins. Well, actually, so this song is uh, Phil Collins. Another Day in Paradise there by Phil Collins, which, in my opinion, is a big tune. What do you think, Dan? Of course. Um, but I also uh, am of the opinion that Phil Collins is a bit of a bit of a wanker. Um, yeah. And that is not a nice word, by the way. It's just it's a very strong way to say um, a bit of an idiot. If, if Phil Collins contacted you and said, can I come on the show? Would you let that wanker on? I would say you are not rock and roll enough to be on this show, Phil. Um, but thanks for the offer. You know, go back, work hard, and then I'll think about it uh, later. Good, good. Exactly. Um, so anyway, on that note, um, I think I should say to you, Dan, that you need to go and think hard about yourself and improve your performance for mm -hmm. Thursday, okay, when we will be back talking about something else stupid. Do you, do you think you will... Not be hungover for the next show? Uh, probably, because it will be in the week. And so Dan is mentioning the fact there that I am hungover, uh, which is true because I went out last night like an English hooligan and got drunk. Because it's summer, Dan, I was drinking beers in the sun, as we spoke about yesterday uh, in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, but I will try, Dan. I will try. And Thank you too. try just to, you know, be funny and enthusiastic, okay? Yeah, I'll try. I'll do my best. <laughs> well, that's all we can ask, Dan. Thanks very much for your time. All right, speak to you later. See you later. So that was Dan the Man and me speaking about uh, Beatlemania. 
So let's look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary, which remember you can find at rockandrollenglish.com to do the crazy quiz and see it written down. So first of all, Dan said that his mozzarella skin is struggling uh, with the sun in France. Struggling basically means uh, having difficulty. Um, and a very nice word he said was the word ditto. Um, I can't remember what I said, but and then he said, yeah, ditto. So it means yes, the same. I say the same as you. For example, if I say um, I love rock and roll English, maybe you could say ditto. And we actually use this more in writing um, because it's like a symbol you write. Um, it's difficult to explain exactly how we use it in writing. But if you go to the website, there will be an explanation there. We also had back in the day. It's a very nice term people use to talk about um, days in the past, like happy days in the past. For example, I might say to you, football was better back in the day. Um, so it means like in the past when there was not so much money involved, which is actually true. Um, Dan also said a nice term, very colloquial term of when I asked him a question and he didn't know the answer. But he said, I'm going to have a stab at it. Um, which basically means I'm going to try. And he obviously got it incorrect anyway. Um, we had a lot of talk about uh, wetting yourself and wetting the bed, which, remember, is when you do a wee, to use the nice word, basically on yourself. If you wet the bed, it's when you're in bed, obviously. And if you wet yourself, you're just out in the street and can't make the toilet and you do a wee on yourself. Sometimes, well, generally happens with children, but can happen with adults as well. And we had a catchy song, which is a song that stays in your head because it's catchy, like many of the Beatles songs. Um, we had the word barefoot. Remember when Paul McCartney is walking along Abbey Road barefoot, which means no shoes or socks. Um, and connected to that, we also had um, the word weep and registration plate. Because remember, on the registration plate, it was written, Linda McCartney weeps. And so the registration plate is what all cars have. And it's just the numbers so you can distinguish the cars. And weeps is another word, like a more poetic way to say cry. And um, we had a quite horrible word, which was bury. Um, when John Lennon said, I buried Paul, apparently. And remember, that's when you put someone into the ground. Not the nicest thing in the world. Generally used in the passive because we get put in the ground by someone. But can be in the active, like John said, when he said, I buried Paul. Um, Dan also used the word upset when he said, if I ordered a vegetable soup, I'd be upset, which is a sort of more formal way to say angry. And that was also a nice second conditional from him then. Uh, a nice idiom we had when he said they uh, used to fight like cat and dog. So vicious fights. And another word for like a fight or an argument that we spoke about is row. Uh, very common. And we also had a very nice phrasal verb, which is to get over something. And when I was talking about my friend and I, how we got over the chocolate bar incident when he ate my chocolate bar. So that's like to recover, to keep going. It's often used in like relationships when maybe you break up with your girlfriend or boyfriend and it takes some time to get over it, to like recover, let's say, and then your life goes back to normal. Um, another good phrasal verb was when... It was come round to someone when John Lennon said it took him years to come round to Ringo Starr, which, remember, is to start liking someone. Uh, we also had a very uh, informal word and a swear word, which was wanker, when I said Phil Collins is a bit of a wanker. Um, 
it's just a very strong way to say idiot, let's say. Very British. Although there are much stronger words. And I'd like to make two apologies here. One is to Phil Collins, because I don't really think that. It's not a nice thing to say. And two is to my mum for using the word wanker. I'm very sorry. Um, We had the word wig, which is like, remember, fake hair. Often people use these um, at fancy dress parties. Like if a man goes to a party as a woman, he will probably wear a wig. So he has fake hair and it looks like he has long hair. And we had a very nice phrasal verb of um, clear something up when um, I said to Dan, thanks for clearing that up, like answering my questions and doubts, because I really thought he wanted some um, underwear with my picture on, but he didn't. So he cleared that up for me. Um, Another um, phrasal verb is to get into something, which means to start liking something. And remember, I didn't get into the Beatles until I was 18. And at the very end, we had the word hungover when Dan asked me if I would be hungover for the next show. And remember, when you say I am hungover, it means you had too much to drink the night before. But I definitely won't be hungover for the next show because I am a hooligan, but not that much of a hooligan. I definitely don't get drunk twice a week. Well, not anymore in the past. Anyway, remember to go to the website to see all of this rock and roll vocabulary. And we will be back on Thursday. So to leave you, I obviously had no choice but to leave you with a Beatles song. So this is the Beatles, I Feel Fine, which, I mean, I don't feel fine today, but it's a great song. So enjoy and keep on rocking. Baby's good to me, you know she's happy as can be, you know she said so. I'm in love with her and I feel fine Baby says she's mine, you know she tells me all the time, you know she said so 